Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice and impact. The Johannesburg High Court has ruled in favour of pick and pay in a case that the JC listed retailer brought against one of its key franchisees over a nearly 200 million rand debt that it is allegedly owed. The judgment, which was handed down on Friday, also referred to some of the arguments made in the legal case by franchisee John Baladakis as vague, frivolous and superficial. But Baladakis has vowed to fight back, saying in a statement yesterday that he plans to appeal the ruling that allows pick and pay to assume control or attack some of these stores which generate annual turnover of more than one and a half billion rand. Uh, John, it's uh, a really sad turn of events uh, from the outside. This looks like a, a bit of a lose-lose scenario and you've been a pick-and-pay franchisee for over three decades. During that period, have you ever seen pick-and-pay take such a forceful tone with, uh, with yourself as a franchisee? Uh, never, 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 Michael. You know, we've always managed to resolve things in a very amicable way. So it, it came as a bit of a shock to us that um, we found ourselves in the present position. You know, you know, in 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 our mind, this is as a result of a, commu- a commercially dubious and unsustainable franchise model that pick and pay head office unilaterally imposed upon us and many other franchisees and uh, it has placed our business in a very much less than acceptable position it is a model that uh, inter alien in our opinion is unlawful uh, in respect to the competition commission as well as the protection consumer protection law and in our minds it and 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 i believe it it's in itself it contravenes pick and pay's own franchise agreement now, let's talk about, because that, that really seems to be at the heart of this dispute, that uh, change to its discounting model that was initiated in 2018. Can you just elaborate on how these changes have directly impacted you and led to this accumulation of almost 200 million rand in debt in your business? Yeah. So just let me put that 200 million rand uh, debt in kind of like a, a little bit of um, context, because it sounds like a lot of it sounds like a lot of money, which it is. I'm not going to we can't say it's not. But in the last 36 months, my franchise fee charge has been 70 million, just to put it into context. And the interest that they've raised on, on, on the outstanding debt is 30. And by the time we'd gone to court, because it fluctuates depending on, on, on what we're paying on a weekly basis, it was a, about 188 million that we, that, we, that we were discussing in court. But just to put you in the picture as to all of the, how all of this arose, so basically yeah. what the new discount model did, what that discount model did was it increased our percentage of lines that we sold on promotion. So where we would be making approximately uh, participation percentage of 15%, we ended up kind of close on to 28, 30%. Now, what that meant is about we were selling about 10% of our entire turnover at zero profit and losing the percentage GP that we were making on that before. And that that just dropped our gross profits um, to an unacceptable level. Our costs were, as everyone knows, increasing on a year-by-year basis. And our sales were flatlining. That created an absolute uh, uh, formula of of really uh, a, a a sad state of affairs. Given that um, when one institutes a discounting model and if you're going to be taking a hit uh, overall on your margin, you're hoping at least it drives uh, top line and and sales growth. What did you see um, uh, as a result of this new model on the top line? Yeah, so from a top line perspective, our our sales basically flatlined, which was absolutely kind of like completely not the objective in our in, in, in our minds because if you're going to embark on a discount model of that nature, you surely exactly what you just said now 
Michael, is that you want to see your your, your top line sales growing, and that you're you're actually as a result generating more profits, and that's definitely not what happened. Was this a slow burn thing since 2018, or did you start to see this results uh, emerge immediately? And and what kind of conversations have you had with the senior leadership at Pick and yep. Pay to try and resolve this? Okay, very good question. So we started discussions with with him. Right, uh, we have uh, kind of like conversations going back to 2020 when we starting addressing this, these issues, saying, guys. Uh, this is a problem here. We've seen our, 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 um, our margins been dropping. Um, and the way we were monitoring in actual fact was how uh, how the discount percentages were, were kind of like increasing. So overall, the discount percentages that we were, we were giving out uh, to, 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 the, to, to the trade were around about one, one and a half percent in 2018. And, and then they started rising and increasing quite quite uh, dramatically to in 2023 when we were in some months reaching up to 7%, 7-8%. So we could see it coming a long way, a long way away. Um, we've been talking to them since uh, August 2020. Uh, and then we've got like a series of communications since then. We, we've been speaking to um, the, the top hierarchy of pick and pay. Um, and in our mind, uh, and my feeling is that they just neglected to resolve this in any adequate way. Mm. And, and if, how would you classify the nature of those attempts? Of the, uh, no, the no, negotiations, I mean, there, legal discussions? Where, what, what kind of conversations have there, you had? There was, there was a lot of conversations where they were basically saying, look, we know we need to sort out the model. Please bear with us. And then they did. So in 2023 May, they actually changed the, changed the, uh, the model, ah. which in itself says – that the model was flawed for us and many other franchisees. Right. The only problem with this is, right, is number one, they dragged the matter on for too long. Okay? Right. Number two, the new franchise model only got us to kind of like a small profit or break-even uh, situation. But m- most of all, it did not deal with the historical harm that was caused by the previous model. Now, uh, John, you've previously served as the head of the Franchising Association um, yes. of, of South Africa. So often these things are, they can be quite legally technical and you, you refer to clauses in the franchise agreement, often in disputes. Were there any specific clauses in your franchise agreement with Pick and Pay that address changes to the discounting model or any alterations in that supplier-franchisee relationship? In the the, franch- the franchise agreement basically is the franchise agreement as it stands. But what was happening was during the course of the of the kind of let's call it uh, study that they did, which Pick and Pay had embarked on to see what the new model should look like. There was engagement with the, with existing franchisees, and as as a matter of fact, I don't know, you know, there were, there was like these committees that were formed to to speak to everyone and get input of all the franchisees to try and resolve the problem. So uh, in in our mind, we're basically saying, well, if the model wasn't flawed, then why did you go through all that pain? And why did you go through all those processes to uh, be able to change the model at some stage to a better model, what you term a better model for the franchisees, a fairer model for the franchisees? And in our mind, we're saying, well, the, the fact is that you actually did change the model. So then the previous model should have been flawed. So then why? Mm. Are you saying to us that 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 the, the the model wasn't flawed, and then why are you not addressing the sins of the past kind of thing? 
Uh, are other franchisees equally aggrieved? Because you mentioned feeling targeted by pick and pay uh, to make an example for other franchisees. Can you elaborate yeah. on why you believe that to be the case? So, so, so at this stage, we're kind of feeling that we are we are thirty year old family business, South African business, which has been going for thirty years, and we feel at this stage that pick and pay just is, is coming in and kind of like doing a corporate raid kind of scenario on our businesses. Um, and in truth, if in truth they have got a what what they what they want to do and what they've got a court order for now is a perfection of, of our stores, right? And the and the court order is based on a, a general notorial bond which is registered on the on on the business to the tune of forty seven million. So they've executed a forty seven million rand uh, general notorial bond order to basically attach uh, a business which is worth hundreds of millions. And, and 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 on Saturday they tried. Saturday morning they they attempted to to and and thank God our our, our legal team was quick enough to uh, issue the appeal. But uh, on Saturday morning they were they were in the stores already in two stores trying to take over those stores. You know mm-hmm. it's it's draconian. It's a draconian uh, uh, kind of reaction. Instead of sitting down and having a discussion, you cannot keep a franchisee, in our opinion, in a situation like that by force. You know, you've got to keep us in, in a franchise agreement by will. It's clearly also indicative, John, of the financial dire straits with which Pick and Pay finds itself in, having last week announced that four billion rand capital raise, the listing of Boxer, and I think its own balance sheet is is under scrutiny at the moment. Um, so that might sharpen uh, the way it approaches its relationship with uh, with franchisees as the franchisor. What, what what does this ultimately mean? And and maybe let's talk about uh, that claim that um, it's anti-competitive if. Pick and Pay is indeed the dominant supplier to your stores. Why did you continue to operate under their franchise model if you felt their conduct was anti-competitive? Because we come from a place of trust. Because we've been there for 30 years. Because we believe that we are part of that family. Because we believe that that we're going to find a, a mutual acceptable solution. What would that solution be? If Pick and Pay were to address your concerns and offer a a mutually acceptable resolution, (laughs) what what would that look like to you resolving this outside of court or is that too late? No, you know, I've said this to to everyone I've kind of spoken to. All we want to do is we want to run our business. We want to look after our staff. We want to promote people. We want to grow our business. We want to give bonuses just like every other business wants to do. At some stage, give this business over to our children. Okay. We just want to trade. We're not interested in sitting with legal arguments and courts and appeals and things like that. Right? We just want to trade. And if, if a pick and pay on us can find a, a, a good solution, then why shouldn't we? When is the appeal said to be heard? Do you, do you think there's a chance Wednesday morning. Well, there's the leave. they need to grant us leave to appeal on, on Wednesday morning. Look, our, our legal team are telling us that, that – uh, there's there's a lot of stuff wrong in the in in, in incorrect uh, in the uh, in the judgment and they they're really looking forward to the appeal. So let's see what comes of Wednesday morning. Well, there we have it. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there. Sadly, we've run out of time. Thank you very much, John Bolodakis, uh, major Mike. pick and pay franchisee. Clearly disgruntled with the way things have been handled to this point here on Classic Business. Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice and impact.